Blog Talk Radio. Time now for the Gridiron Stud Show. Well, you can be all American. Actually, actually, I can do it now. You can do it now? Yeah, I can do it. But I'm trying to focus on my position. With your host, Chad Wilson. They hate no me on Chad. You know, I got to do something in the mix. Bringing you high school, college, and NFL talk. I don't rap a discipline. Yes, sir. You all need more discipline. True discipline. Come on, get a grip. Call us on the show today. Don't get out of my face with that crazy that, stuff. That, that. The number to call, 347-633-9365. If y'all got to take, y'all know that. Or you can reach us on Twitter, at Gridiron Stud. And now, your host, Chad Here today on the Gridiron Stud Show. It's Tuesday. It's uh, November 8th. It is Election Day here in the United States of America, a day I've long wanted to get here and pass by. Let's get back to some sanity because it's just been absolutely ridiculous in social media. I don't even know what tonight's going to look like. I'm going to tune in, obviously, to all of the election coverage. Fox uh, News is usually very good on uh, election night, especially um, when things are going uh, against them, especially entertaining. So I'm going to tune in and do that today. But uh, otherwise, I've gotten out and I've voted. If you're 18 years of age and older and you're a registered voter, go do your civic duty. Get out there. Go vote. And uh, I'm not telling you who to vote for. You know, that's your personal choice, despite what uh, all of our folks on social media think. Everyone wants to influence your vote. But get out there and vote. Uh, and that's my 60 seconds of uh, political talk here on the Gridiron Stud Show. But we're not going to have a long show today. Very quick uh, 15 minutes here just to talk about some of uh, you know, what's going on in the world of sports. Before I start here, I do want to let you know that this short 15-minute podcast is sponsored by... Uh, it's that time of year, folks. Uh, it's the time for you to get your health insurance. And uh, primary care insurance is here to help you out. It's so the time to get free health insurance for you and your loved ones. Primary care insurance is now enrolling individuals into their Obamacare insurance plan. So you can give them a call today at 954-278-8696. That's correct. Free health care insurance. Obamacare is now available from November 1st to January 31st. It's urgent that you call, though. And the number to call is 954-278-8696. Let them know. You heard about it on the Gridiron Stud Show. Open enrollment only comes once a year. This means that the government is willing to pay you for your health insurance needs. Uh, Not pay you, but pay for your health 
insurance needs. So don't miss out on your opportunity. The time to get free health insurance for you and your family is now. Please call 954-278-8696. Again, that number, 954-278-8696. You can also visit their website, Optimal OptimumNationalInsurance.com, OptimumNationalInsurance.com. Get enrolled. Get your free health care right now. All right. Uh, we had a Monday night football game last night, a pretty good one, as a matter of fact. You know, folks have been going on and on about the primetime matchups not being the best. Uh, they've done a good job on Sunday and Monday night. Thursday night's been a disaster. I think uh, the NFL has a plan, and it's uh, not to put something really all that great. They're not going to put a great matchup out there on Thursday night. They are up against college football. Not that they fear that, but uh, when you have a situation where you're likely to have some eyes diverted away from you uh, by the college fans wanting to watch the college game. No need to go out there and put your prime product. I guess that's the plan from the National Football League. But we had a good one last night between the Bills and the Seattle Seahawks. Who saw a shootout coming in that game? You have two teams that uh, play defense. The Seahawks most definitely do. The Bills off and on with that. No one really expected the Bills to have the offensive success that they had last night against the Seahawks. Um, the Bills found some things, uh, ran a lot of different formations, got the ball to some playmakers, and were able to move the ball uh, quite a bit against the Seattle Seahawks and found the end zone some Racked up 25 points. The big talk, though, is uh, on this day is the missed call against Richard Sherman going into halftime. Um, if you didn't see the play, Sherman took off early on a field goal attempt, came around the corner, um, blocked the ball, so to speak, but in the process of doing so, uh, also hit the kicker. Now, he left early. Play should have been dead. It's loud there in Seattle, okay? So very difficult to hear whistles and things of that nature. So Sherman didn't hear a whistle, took off, came across, touched the ball, then ran into the kicker who was approaching the ball, and the kicker goes down. Look, I think, obviously, kickers are trained to do this. This is what they do. They play up. Um, any hard contact on them, uh, especially when they think it could result in a penalty, which it should have, quite honestly. Um, you know, there's a continuation of action. Again, I feel it to be unintentional by Sherman. Took off. Can't hear a whistle. You're in the middle of the play. It's loud out there. Hit the, you know, block the ball. Who knows if an official's going to, if they're going to call it. You know, you take off off that edge, and if they call it, they call it. If they don't, they don't. And so Sherman took off, not going to sit there and wait and hesitate, went for the ball. Hell, a field goal is about to be kicked. So uh, he comes across, kicker's approaching the ball, he touches the ball, and in you know, doing so runs into the kicker, who's all over the ground, you know, soccer player style. And uh, now with only three seconds left, the kicker's down on the ground long enough that the uh, training staff for the Buffalo Bills has to come out and uh, look after him. And you know what that causes. That means the kicker now must leave the field for a play. Well, there's only three seconds left. So now you you need to attempt a field goal, but you don't have a kicker available because he needed to leave the field. By the way, the kicker left under his own power and seemed quite fine uh, less than a minute after, you know, the tragic running into his leg. So that was a situation where a kicker um, doing the whole I've been hurt thing, but I'm not really hurt thing hurt the team. Nevertheless, the Bills found a solution amidst all of the madness that was going on. Rex Ryan's giving the referees a full airful of uh, all of the four-letter words. And uh, eventually they came up with a solution, which was to line up in an offensive formation, spike the ball, hopefully only two seconds come off, which is what happened. 
and they left one second for the uh, Bills to attempt the kick. Now, the kick wasn't something smooth. Upon the uh, the first attempt, there was, I believe, a false start, which put the, you know, there was a false start, kicker followed through. The ball went through the uprights. It would have been good, but because of the false start, it did not count. Ball moved back five yards. Uh, the kick was attempted again. This time they missed and uh, ended up without the three points there. Now, when you look at the final score, 31-25, and you're the Buffalo Bills, it would have been nice to have had those three points and uh, found, your situ- you know, found yourself in a situation late in the game where it's 31-28, not 31-25. 31-28, you just need a field goal. Get yourself in a field goal range, and it changes the way you call plays and so on and so forth. But with it being 31-25, of course, Bills needing a touchdown, it might have changed the way things were called late in the game. But uh, nevertheless, Bills leave out of there with, uh, with an L, and uh, that's all the talk today is about that one play. And I get it. High-profile play uh, happened on a Monday night. Everyone saw it. You don't lose games off of one play. I mean, there's a lot of other things that went on in the game that you could point to. But, you know, as fans, you will look at that one play and say, hey, that might have cost the Bills this football game. That's a little bit of a reach there, if you ask me. But nevertheless, um, you know, so poorly officiated there in that part. Look, officials make mistakes. So, you know, the the media folks out there, people with an agenda, now want to get on this and plant this in your head. We'll see. Uh, there's a mistrust here. Uh, that's why the NFL is losing ratings. Um, people don't trust the officiating. And da, 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 da. There's all these reasons. People have come up with all these reasons why uh, the NFL's ratings have dropped. I mean, this is almost a daily occurrence where folks try to tell you the reasons why the NFL's ratings are dropped. And the reasons are usually built into someone's agenda. So if someone's pissed off about Colin Kaepernick taking a knee because they're a veteran or the, you know, uh, they're, they're, they have an affinity for um, people who have served the country, then they're going to tell you it's all Colin, Colin Kaepernick. I mean, this guy taking a knee and other players taking a knee, uh, exactly the reason why I won't support the NFL this year. I'm just going to take a year off from the NFL. Well, you know, you were never really a fan to begin with. And I've been saying this on the show, and my co-host on Mondays and Fridays, Emil Calamino, and I have talked about this. The NFL has gone after folks from the other channels uh, on, on cable. They've gone out and tried to draw in folks who are drawn to human interest stories, not necessarily the X's and O's and what exactly is happening in between uh, the lines there and happening on the gridiron. They're more interested in the, in the stories uh, behind the, the players. They want to know uh, what Tom Brady does in his, his off time. They want to hear more about the story of Tom Brady and his you know, model wife. What does Aaron Rodgers eat for breakfast? The NFL has gone after those groups. And in so doing, what they've done is attracted people that are going to just nitpick at everything that goes on in the NFL. They're going to be all up in arms about everything that goes on. If you celebrate, that's unprofessional, unsportsmanlike. Don't do this dance. Don't dunk that ball. And they're just going to attack everything. So you invited them in. Now they're making a mess. And, uh, you know, they'll find any little reason now because they get bored. Let's face it, those type folks that need that kind of stuff, they get bored. 
And so uh, they've quickly gotten bored with the NFL and they've left for their various uh, reasons. Now, the obviously the election and the nature of this election and the tabloid nature of this election has obviously drawn some people away from the game and it's, you know, um, a, a reason for a drop-off in some of the ratings. But the other part, too, is that the NFL has gone after all these other types of folks that aren't really football fans, probably not even sports fans. They're just hungry. We have this insatiable desire for reality TV. And so if uh, sporting events are going to give us that, then, you know, folks will go after it. And the NFL had been successful in the last few years of getting those folks to watch the NFL, maybe not really even watch games, but... You know, if they're interested in the the off-the-field stories, then they'll watch a little bit of what's going on on the field just to see how it all matches up. And, you know, it's run its course with those folks. And now they've gone back to their Bravo channels and E-channels and Comedy Central and all those other places where uh, they were found. So I don't think anyone should panic over that. These people have gone back to where it is they came. They're going to go back and watch Storage Wars and everything else. All they really cared about is reality TV. They did not care about exactly what was going on on the field. So should the NFL cry over the loss of that type of viewer? I don't think so. Not at all. So that's just how I see it. So that's just my quick check-in on that. Um, College football is going to come out with their rankings tonight. College football committee going to be interesting to see what they do with Texas A&M. How far do you move Michigan? Uh, what, what do you do with Ohio State? Uh, all those teams that had those blowouts. Uh, how far does Florida fall? Uh, does Miami move back in? All these things. Uh, be tuned in for those things. Now, that will be lost in all of the election coverage. But uh, I'll be back tomorrow at my regular time with a regular you know, length show. Had to go out and vote today, so it took a little time away from me. Uh, But I'm back tomorrow, uh, Wednesday, talk a little high school football playoffs coming up here in the state of Florida, talk about some rankings around the country, dabble a little bit in recruiting. We'll talk college football. We'll, um, you know, find out what went on with those rankings and see if there's any stories there that we need to talk about. And uh, time permitting, we may talk a little NFL. So thank you for listening to this short podcast today. But again, be sure to join me tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, Gridiron Stud Show. You can find us on gridironstudshow.com. Follow the new Gridiron Studs Twitter account, at GISShowBG. You can also find us on iTunes. Subscribe. Thank you all for listening. Appreciate it. See you guys tomorrow, 10 a.m.